Hello, neighbor. This Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Please, won't you be my neighbor? It only takes one person. We are trying to get the world positive ways of dealing with their feelings. Yeah? Like what? To inspire a world of kindness. There are many things you can do. Based on the true story of the friendship between Mr. Rogers and a cynical journalist. You love broken people like me. Sometimes we have to ask for help, and that's okay. Starring Tom Hanks and Matthew Reese. I think the best thing we can do is to let people know that each one of them is precious. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters November 22nd. For tickets and showtimes, go to resources.abeautifulday.movie. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and today we are going to talk about the holiday checklist and homeschooling. Guys, you are in for a treat because the holidays are right around the corner and before you flip the calendar and start to panic, we are here to help you. Uh, so I have a special guest that I'm going to bring on in just a minute. Um, who is going to help me get us all organized. Let me just tell you where you can find the show notes for today's episode. You can go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, look for episode 379, Holiday Checklist and Homeschooling. And I want to thank our sponsor, and that is Sony Affirms and the amazing, amazing movie, guys. You are going to be blown away if you are able to see this movie. It's called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. My husband and I had a privilege of getting a private showing recently, and I have to confess, I was never a big Mr. Rogers fan, but I absolutely love him now and the amazing legacy he has left. This is not billed as a uh, for little kids movie, but if you have teens, um, this is a must-see. I already know that I'm going to purchase copies of the movie when it comes out as presents for my family and extended family. And I am sure that this movie is going to touch many lives and encourage us to live with kindness toward others. So visit abeautifulday.movie to learn more. And my special guest is a longtime friend who I haven't spoken to in a long time, and that is Janice Campbell with everyday-education.com. Welcome, Janice. Thank you, Felice. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on because you have so much to offer. You started, um, you know, homeschooling many years ago. You have four boys and you began speaking at conferences in the 1990s and you're still at it. So uh, congrats on that. <laughs> I can't believe you're still going to conferences. I was doing a few here and there, but uh, with all of these podcasts, I'm now happily at home. Yes, there is a lot to be said for being happily at home, but <laughs> sometimes you 
just want those vintage moms at the conferences too. So right. I figure I'll stay at it for a little while longer maybe. That's wonderful. And you are the author of Excellence in Literature, which is a curriculum for grades 8 through 12 and Transcripts Made Easy, which is another wonderful um, you know, ready-to-go resource that those of you who are trying to get your high schoolers organized will love. I also want to share some of Janice's website. And again, these links will be in with the show notes, and that's everydayeducation.com, excellence-in-literature.com, and doingwhatmatters.com. So you can check out all of the things that Janice is doing. And then we're going to be talking some more about her What Matters Printable Planner. But first of all, Janice, I'd like you to share with our audience your business tagline and explain. So from the very beginning of my homeschooling years and, you know, we started homeschooling in the late 1980s and we're at it for about 20 years. Uh, At the same time, we were also caregiving for my grandparents, my grandfather until he passed away of Alzheimer's, and my grandmother for almost 20 years. And so um, my biggest thought during those years was do the things that matter. Do the things that matter. Don't get wound up in all the things that don't. And so I was very, you know, focused on trying to do that. And so when I put up my very first website and started thinking what I wanted my business to be because mainly I was just wanting to instruct and teach and help help other moms. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So my tagline became making time for things that matter because what I wanted to do was provide resources that helped moms do that. But it was also just a reminder of me, to me to continue making time for things that really matter. That's wonderful. And, you know, that's such sage advice because we get so caught up in all of these little things that don't matter. um, And and then we stress over them. And I know that time is so important. And that's why I pray that this podcast is helpful to those of you that are in the midst of your homeschool journeys. And then we have Thanksgiving and Christmas on the horizon. And so today, Janice and I are teaming up to bring organization out of chaos, right, Janice? We're going to try. <laughs> well, you're the planner. I'm, I'm a late-coming planner. I, I, we laugh now because one of the things I give away um, as part of our Ultimate Homeschool podcast network for our subscribers is this you know, monthly um, planner that has things to do for each month. You know, So we, my girls are always going, these are so great, and I think – gosh, you know, if you only really knew, um, this was not at all how I, you know, ran my homeschool at the time, which probably is why my kids are very organized. I think that came out of having a mother who was like, well, let's do this today. I I was organized curriculum wise, but just sometimes things would would happen on a whim. And I had um, three kids who needed to know what was happening. And then the other two were more, more like me. But organizing does help us not stress. And I found at times when I became stressed, it was because I was overwhelmed when I could see that huge list. So today I'm going to start with a big picture, kind of an overall plan and talk about like dates and times and places 
and the days that I was leading up to homeschooling, um, well, this would be what I would be thinking about. And so um, I would start by brain dumping the things that I wanted to do. And I'm going to share those with you guys. And then Janice is going to jump in and just tell us how we can organize these as far as leading up to the holidays. So for me, I had to have as one of my main things prayer, because if I didn't pray, then everything did not seem to go well. Then it was kids, and when under kids, I would have things like, you know, goals and lessons, routines, um, the chores that they would be doing, and whatever events we had, you know, coming up or that day, um, and appointments. Um, I had a couple that had braces, so you know how that is. That was weekly appointments there. And then I had um, school, which was curriculum, and then household. So under household, eating, cleaning, laundry, prep, and shopping. I'm already overwhelmed talking about it. <laughs> Just, I mean, when you write it down, it seems like, oh, my gosh. And then we've got the holiday. So now we're going to add in, you know, again, prayer, because we want to pray about, you know, what are we going to be doing with all this? And then shopping, um, which could be for gifts or food shopping, prep time, and you know, whatever other plans we have if we're traveling or if we, we're having company. So deep breath here. What do we do with all of this stuff that's just like out there? You know, we need some kind of overall plan. We need dates. We need, you know, the time and places and, and things like that. So how would we take all of that and organize it? Well, I always started the same way you did with a huge brain dump. And I would do that somewhere around the end of September usually, looking ahead to the last quarter of the year. And from my brain dump, I had this idea for my grandmother. She was the uber organizer. She, she planned everything. She had a six-month rotating house cleaning schedule in which in January and July she cleaned one room, you know, everything, mm-hmm. like, you know, and so forth. So each month of the year had its had its tasks, and then everything was broken down. So I kind of learned that from her. But I I would take in the last quarter of the year, and I've just finished doing this, actually, that brain dump list, and I would get a large piece of paper, usually a legal pad or something like that, and make a table with seven squares across, 12 squares down, and that's 12 weeks. That's the last 12 weeks of the year, and then pencil in all the dates. And then I would write in all the non-breakable dates, obviously Christmas, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, the events leading up to Christmas, any standing parties or family gatherings you have. So you fill in all the things where you have to be at a particular place at a particular time. And then just started distributing all of those exciting tasks to you know, the different rows on my calendar. Very often this was a sort of scratchy mess when Mm -hmm. I was working on it. But then I would transfer it, you know, each one week at a time, I would transfer it to my one-week-at-a-glance planner so that I wasn't overwhelmed looking at this huge dump all the time. Right, right. And I like that. I have... Um, a month at a time planner and I have different ones because I, I plan my podcast stuff. So 
so that's on this one and then I have another one that I use for household um, and then sometimes they cross over like I'll put something if I have to block off a date but that helps so much because um, you know it, it, it keeps us a little bit more organized and I think um, too where you know those of us that are a little bit older and I'm sure some of you listening to this are a lot younger and are are more accustomed to the digital. I am a digital woman to an extent, um, you know, with reminders, and I do have a digital calendar uh, that I plan things out, but I have to see it. I, you know, that to me, like once I see it, I can remember it better, um, more so than, you know, more of my digital is to just check for conflicts. Like that's definitely where I'll put dates like, you know, um, dentist and, you know, eye doctors and, and things like that, um, that I also need to schedule and that keeps me straight. Do you ever use anything digital or are you like me that you need to see it and have it in, in your hands? <laughs> I am a firm believer in pen and paper simply because there's a lot of research out there that shows that the act of writing something down helps you to process it in a different and more active way than you know, just using something digital. However, I use my Google Calendar to put in dates like our conversation today so mm-hmm. that it'll pop up a reminder on my screen because I tend to be a deep-focused person, and if I am deeply into a project, editing a book or something, time just flies. And so I do right. need those pop-up reminders, and my date book just doesn't pop up and whack me. <laughs> <laughs> so well and then I send out two one to the person I'm talking to and I I actually use this automated thing where you scheduled your time but also for myself so that I can do more incremental so that you're not getting my five reminders ahead of time and um and and so that that works out wonderfully and that's great you know even my son was saying something about you know needing to set up reminders and and he uses his phone a lot, so I reminded him about, you know, the Google Calendar because that does work well. And so you have to have a Gmail account for that, but those are available for you. So that's a great idea. So you would take these things that that we talked about and then you would put them in, you know, order of when you would think that you'd be able to get them done. So, like, for example you know, with with shopping for gifts. When do you get started with that? I am one of those people who tends to just keep an eye out all the time. I do not get to the stores very often. I'm not much of a shopper. So um, if I happen to get out, it's usually to a consignment store, a thrift shop, or Costco. (laughs) You know, not very exciting. So I have to make a point of stopping and I try to do so at least once a month and just doing something. But a lot of times I do my gift shopping when I'm traveling for a conference. So I usually arrive a day early if possible and or stay a day later if possible and just go to an area, a shopping area there, and just go into stores and take a look. Because usually I have an idea of what I'm going to get for people. My preference is to Mm -hmm. actually make gifts. So if I'm going to do that, I start very, very early. And I don't do that as much anymore as I used to. 
I know. Well, little kids and I, that's what I love having grandkids is because all my crafty artsy stuff comes out and we've got some dates planned where we'll be making things. And like one year we made dryer balls, but let me tell you, that was like such a mess because we, we really had to learn how to wrap the yarn. So with the little ones, I thought this will be really easy and we'll be able to wrap it and put some essential oils and we'll have, you know, these little homemade dryer balls. Well, Little did we know that they could unravel while they're trying. Oh, great. <laughs> we, we had to go back and re, redo some of them. You know, of course, we had to test them out. This is so fun, Grandma. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Big mess. <laughs> but, um, but it was great. So we have some things that are less, let's put it this way, intricate, you know, although I thought that would be something really easy. And then the kids can surprise their, you know, their other grandmother and their mom and, you know, and then they make things like for, for their aunts and uncles, which there's a lot of us. So um, this year, too, we have broken things down. Um, actually, my daughter and my niece did this this summer when they were visiting each other. And they took this, our huge extended family, which is going to be getting together this um, this Christmas and kind of broke out people to buy gifts for, which it makes it more manageable because otherwise oh, lovely. It, it, there's too many. So yes, um, although I, I'm the peacekeeper, so I was the one who had to break the news to everyone else and everybody's been <laughs> fine with it. <laughs> right. So you don't They're get like, 45 gifts. You don't also don't have no. to buy 45 gifts. <laughs> right. Right. And it just, I also it. use <laughs> Etsy a lot. Etsy for my daughters-in-law mainly. Because Etsy Wonderful. has delightful they handcrafted do. things, and you can get unique. if you start early, you can order from you know other countries and get some very delightful stuff at a very reasonable price. That's wonderful. Great ideas. And so you have come up with this um, planner. I love your your title for this: the peaceful planning system. You mean I'm not going to get stressed when I'm using this peaceful planner? Well, my peaceful planner is, you know, I, for years and years, I used my, I made these things by hand out of, you know, when I was homeschooling the boys, I had a 12-year planner and a, you know, K through 8 student record and a high school student record and a reading log. And so I would make these little pages, half letter size, and print them off the computer and print them off the computer. And I finally put them into booklets that other people could use, you know, with pretty art covers. Mm -hmm. Because pretty matters. But for me, small matters. Small matters a whole lot. Because if I only have to record two to three sentences of an evaluation or progress note on a record, I'm going to do that. Whereas if I have, you know, a lot of space to fill or write in a journal, during those years of caregiving and homeschooling, it didn't ever happen. So those were were the um, really challenging first pieces that I put together, but then I didn't think of putting my weekly planner, my doing what matters planner. I've always had this little doing what matters cover on my weekly planner. And it's the simplest thing, but I've over the years refined it into a booklet so that you can print off a quarterly booklet every quarter and and go with it, customize your headings and all the things because my needs have changed but my scheduling method has not. So across the top of my page, I have the days of the week for my three priority items for each day, which come from my lists 
below. And so I have four spaces below that have changed all through the years. You know, mm-hmm. when when we were homeschooling, I would have big boy assignments, little boy assignments, mother culture, and then home and admin. And now my headings are everyday education, justice and peace, administration, and faith, home, and family. So it just continues to evolve. But I've probably used this particular planner for nearly 20 years Wow! just because it's so flexible. That's wonderful. And so if people are interested in that, where would they go to find out more? I ha- it's on my Everyday Education website. The, um, okay. And you just look under, I, my left sidebar has categories, and you just look about peaceful planning and then shop planning and records you can hit and take a look. But I included a little eight-page how to use this booklet with samples of how it's used and how to set it up so that people have a sense. If you're not a planner, you might not know how you would use a week at a glance planner, what would be an optimal way to use it, and how to use it for homeschooling and stuff. And so I've included that with it. Um, But the Doing What Matters planner, it's on everyday education under Doing What Matters printable planner. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful. And and that allows, you know, you to get that big picture and also to fine-tune it, you know, which you explained wonderfully in your, you know, like looking at a quarter period of time, which I I tend to do because it's just easier for me um, to look at it and, and to, you know, make notes. And I always write in pencil, especially on my calendar, because I don't like mess to cross things out. And then um, I also resort to a highlighter because I've been able to highlight like what is completed. And so I can just look and say, okay, that's done. And I don't need to go back to it. And then usually on a sidebar, I would write the things I still need to do. And then I can, at least they're pretty colors when I highlight them, or, you know, even if I would check them off, you know, with me, you never know because a checkoff might be you need to do it, or, you know, right focus here, you know. So, um, you know, I was checking things off, and then it was like, oh my gosh, did I really do that? And I'd have to go back and check to make sure and I, I think did. That's yeah, I think that's one of the things with planning. You have to develop your own vocabulary of planning tools, or not your vocabulary, but essentially a a little tool chest of mm-hmm. tools. I use, right. I print my planner on something that's close to resume paper and use fountain pens in different colors. And so I kind of color code things and then I cross, I write my tasks in black and then I cross off with sort of a, right now it's a fall colored marker, but then I have a winter, I mean a pen, but I have a winter color pen for later, you know, and that sort of thing. But in the planner, I included a time map so that, you know, you can create an overview of what, what routines you want to include this quarter. And then there's also month at a glance pages between each, you know, each of the spreads for the, for the weeks. And so that way you're never lost. You can always put your time sensitive things on your month calendar and then transfer each week as it comes up. So, so do you use a three ring binder? How do you put this together? It is, are you familiar with the Traveler's Notebook Systems? 
They yeah. are, um, it's using like five and a half by eight and a half size booklets, and you slide them through bands. At the bottom of my um, page that the planner is listed on, you have an article about how to make your own planner cover, also some advice on what to search for if you want to look on Etsy for one. Um, and I just showed the kind of cover I use. Mine happens to be carved in wood and a custom design that I made because I happen to have a carver in the house, which funny. is an extraordinary blessing. But I, but I do describe how to, in detail with a lot of photos, how to make a leather cover if you want one. But otherwise, it's, you don't even need a cover. You just staple it and drop it in your purse because it's, it's totally portable in purse size. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've had the more extensive ones that had, you know, everything in it that were too fat to take with you. And, you know, right now, um, my book's a little bit too big that I'm using, but um, I'm excited about this because it sounds like it's wonderfully portable. And then you can, you know, cross check, or if you have an idea, you can write it down on there and, and take it with you. So that's wonderful. Well, and you know, if you look at the pictures that are of the planner that I have, you can see that I also have in my planner, I have um, inside the cover, I have my Doing What Matters quarterly planner. And then I also have a couple of notebooks. I have one for, you know, my ideas and all my things I'm creating. And then I have one for the volunteer work I do. And then another one for um, my commonplace book. And so everything's together, but I can always just quickly pull out one thing and just take it with me. So makes it super handy. Yeah, wonderful. Well, any last words you want to leave our listeners with? I think that one of the most important things with planning is to focus on routines, doing the next thing, And being flexible. When something amazing comes up, think, is this the thing that matters most? Because sometimes it is. Sometimes there's a beautiful fall day and your kids need to run out and jump in the leaves. And maybe you don't need to be, you know, cleaning your refrigerator vents right then. (laughs) You know, it's just a matter of knowing that you can reschedule things if needed and planning in a way that makes you feel successful even if you do reschedule something, to making time for things that matter. That's the whole deal. Right, right. Amen to that. And I think that having a plan helps to alleviate stress because when I know that things are planned out, then it helps me to relax and know that I'm not in this big hurry to get things done. So um, this has been delightful, Janice. I so appreciate your time and sharing your heart with the listeners of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Well, it's been fun being here, and thank you so much for having me. It's been delightful to catch up a little bit. Yes, it's been great. And guys, you can find out more information about Janice Campbell and her books at everydayeducation.com, excellenceandliterature.com, and doingwhatmatters.com, and we will have those links in the show notes. Again, you can find those on VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 379, Holiday Checklist and Homeschooling. And again, a big shout-out to our sponsor, that is the Sony Affirms Film, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Um, I really recommend that you see that movie. 
Take care, guys. God bless. Thank you again, Jana. Thank you, Felice. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.